who doesn't want to land more high-end sales? If you are in business, if you are wanting to create consistent income, being really locked in on your ability to create sales, to be able to make sales no matter what the price is, I think is one of the most key skills we can have as business owners, as CEOs, as entrepreneurs. Today, I'm going to share with you how to land more high-end sales, why I really recommend you nail down your ability to make high-end sales again and again and again as soon as possible in business. And I'm going to be sharing with you my biggest strategies and also mindset hacks to help you be able to hold easeful sales conversations no matter what the price is of whatever you're trying to sell. So this is going to be so good. Honestly, this could be a sales training. So you're welcome. As always, I would love for you to slide into my IG DMs and tell me what your biggest takeaway was. But let's dive in because this is a goodie. Hey, you're listening to the things we didn't do. This podcast is dedicated to sharing with you the truth about how simple it can actually be to create mind-blowing results in your business without doing all the things. If you're sick of being told all of the things you should be doing on the daily to blow your business up, if you're a rule breaker, a change maker, and you want to start, grow, or scale a purpose-driven business without doing all of the things, this is for you. I am your host, mentor, and success coach, Elise Danielle. The conversations, tools, and tips I'll share here will give you everything you need to build and blow up your own purposeful and profitable business that fits you, attracts more dream clients to you on the daily, and ultimately shows you how to do less to receive more. Join me as we explore how simple it can actually be to create big results in your business and get ready to stop chasing around all of the things and instead start creating a business that lights your soul on fire and makes you bang. Hi, my loves. I hope you are having a beautiful day wherever in the world you are. I am coming to you from my office as per usual after just having such a beautiful Friday, a nice luxurious morning. The sun has been out, which has been so good. Defrosting this little Canadian's body in the sun is my favorite activity. <laughs> Um, it is still winter here. And even though it still gets into the twenties, um, Celsius during the day, it is just darn cold in the houses because there is just so little insulation here. So I'm constantly whinging about being cold. My husband thinks I'm insane and you'll just find me cranking the reverse air con <laughs> and wearing all of the layers. So I just had a beautiful day with Chris. We had a little beach walk. And Fridays, I love to take extra space to just really soak up how fucking incredible my life gets to be and really sit in that gratitude. Gratitude journaling is something I do pretty much every single day. It is something that has honestly changed my life. And it is so one of those practices that I think is so easy to eye roll, but show me a person who practices full body 
gratitude, really feeling into it daily. And I will show you a person who is living their best damn life. Um, and I just wanted to celebrate some of my amazing clients, celebrate myself and some just amazing things that I've really been soaking up. I want you to really use this as an activation in the sense of knowing that it's just fully possible for you too, right? And that might feel annoying to hear. Your brain might immediately go into, well, it's easy for you because, and I just want to lovingly remind you that you get to really decide what to make that mean. <laughs> my clients actually have some exciting things coming up in the future for you guys too. But my clients are constantly harassing me to create mugs or merch of some sort that ask the question of what are you making this mean? Because that I that is something I'm just constantly asking my clients. That is a question that has just completely changed my life and my experience of life. Because we, you can make these celebrations, these brags of me and my clients mean that you're not doing it fast enough, you're not doing it good enough, whatever the BS shit your brain wants to tell you. Or you can really use it as evidence that like, I'm no different from you. <laughs> and that because I have created it is just evidence for you and your brain that you can create it too. It's something why I just love to geek out on sports docos. I'm sure I've talked about this here before a million times. I love me a sports doco because I think the mindset about how anyone creates success is also similar, right? And what I think is so fascinating is, you know, the whole the whole idea of the 7-minute mile, the moment there's like this, I totally can't think of the the correct sociological term for it. But the moment someone hit a seven minute mile, we saw this with the most recent sub uh, two hour marathon timing. Um, the second one person does it, there is an explosion of more people doing that on the other side of the world when there's never even, when they might not have even never known that's possible. And I think that's just such a cool you know, example of like the collective consciousness and how what honestly really stops us from getting what we want is believing it's possible. So I would just not be walking my talk if I didn't use this as an opportunity to really share it with you what is possible. You can make that mean whatever you damn want. <laughs> but said with so much love, if it activates you in the sense of it triggers you, that is just such a great opportunity to really explore that and look into it because it's really hard to create what we don't feel we're po is possible for us. And in fact, I think it's absolutely impossible to create that. So just want to totally like celebrate myself that I have taken so much time out over these last two months to grieve, to just do my own processing, to do a lot of beautiful things for myself and my nervous system and my body. And we're still making well over 30K months on repeat. I haven't sold a thing in months. <laughs> I haven't wanted to sell a thing in months. I haven't needed to sell a thing in months. And it has just been so regulating and freeing to know that I have a fuck ton of money coming in no matter what. Getting a, you know, being able to wake up, see a whole bunch of deposits into my bank account from Stripe, being able to go and hang out by the beach with hubby and the puppies, to be able to open up Slack and see all the incredible messages from my clients who are just fucking killing it, which I will share in a minute, is just 
the whole damn point, you know? So it's not that there isn't any hard times as I've been sharing, obviously, but it's really so, it's been really an incredible experience to see how the more I can feel into all of it, the better life gets to be. And so just wanted to share that with you today. So wanted to celebrate some clients because they have been fucking killing it these last couple months, which was also been really cool because I love coaching. Obviously it is like the thing I enjoy the most in this world, (laughs) aside from, you know, cuddling the pups and hanging out with Chris and moving my body. Um, But it is just like my absolute joy and the thing I get, I just feel so lit up by and I'm so grateful I get to be paid really fucking well to do work that lights my soul on fire. And so just having such, in, I just want to celebrate having such incredible conversations with clients this week. This always gets me choked up. I just can't even help it. How happy my clients make me, but just seeing them absolutely kill it and not just in their income. I mean, just this week alone, I have one client who has been on holidays in Italy, who had an over 20K month just living her best life and, you know, taking an epic amount of time off. I have another client who just celebrated her biggest month ever, uh, not biggest month ever, second biggest month ever at 12K and has just came off the end of a launch and is just having so many clients just knocking down her door, wanting to get into her highest paid packages. I have another client who's recently quit her nine to five, who is traveling the world. I have another client who's gone through a lot over these last couple months and has, you know, felt like business has been feeling really sticky and just seeing her soar after so, you know, a couple conversations, especially in our last coaching call and having two of her biggest clients ever just drop into her world and her DMs seemingly out of the blue, even though it never is, is just so the fucking reason why I do this work. It is so, you know, evidence of, you know, I've had this conversation a couple times with clients this week of like, momentum is just such a thing. And you know, I think when our businesses really start to pop or when we see all of that internal mindset, energetic, you know, embodiment work really pick up steam and pop, sometimes our brains are like, where did this come from or how did this happen? And it's such a testament to just being so willing to show up and do the daily thing. So I wanted to really acknowledge that my clients create insane results and it's because they're so willing to show up for it. It's because they're so willing to say the uncomfortable things to me and have really big conversations and delve really deep into the muck sometimes, right? Um, Another client this week, has just run a training and got 30 people in on her first training ever, which is just incredible. Another client, we have been doing some tweaking to her content and she has 10 calls booked in, 10 sales calls booked in from like two, maybe three major tweaks that we made to her messaging. And when I say major tweaks, it's like small things, but significant pieces. And so all of this really just to show you that when your mindset, when your messaging, and when your momentum is on point, 
that is really when shit starts to blow up. It might not be in 24 hours. It might not be in 48 hours like the online space wants you to believe. But I just know to the very grounding of my soul that that is just absolutely what allows us to create anything we want in business and in life. To be quite honest, if you missed my live stream last week, it was really good. And I talked about the magic of the compound effect and what that has to do with my bikini photo shoot that I somehow agreed to do. More on that later. (laughs) So I wanted to just really share that as proof that my clients are incredible human beings who show the fuck up and are ready to do the work and are ready to take action before they feel ready and are here to do the uncomfortable things and lean into the support around that. And they're no different from you, right? So know that just like the seven minute mile, this, even hearing this and allowing yourself to absorb that, allowing yourself to really hold that energy from that space already is expanding you if you decide to make that happen, right? So I just wanted to share that and I really am excited to delve into today's topic on how to land more high-end sales just like my clients are doing. So um, actually before I do, you guys, I have an intensive spot coming up at the end of August and you know, I let's get really real with you because that's what we're doing today because it's Friday. <laughs> my results and in my clients' results are not the norm for our industry. You know, you've heard me say how um, less than 10% of women create six-figure businesses and that isn't to deter you and that isn't to make it feel hard by any means, but it's to help you really see that it, one, is 100% possible for you, but it is never going to happen by accident, right? My, honestly, my gift, what my soul is here to do is really to hold powerful containers where I will lovingly coach the shit out of you, help you to see what's holding you back, hold space for you like you've never experienced before to help you truly expand into every damn desire you've ever had. I mean, not to mention, I feel like I'm a fucking genius at connection marketing. I think my clients' results and my own conversions from having such a small audience really speak to that. And content, creating really simple, rock-solid strategy that helps you scale your business wildly bigger than you ever imagined possible without it feeling so damn hard is what I do best. And so really, if you've been kind of listening to this podcast, watching me watching my business grow, watching me share my clients' results, and really wondering when it's your time and your turn, and feeling like you don't know why it's not happening for you, I want to lovingly remind you that you get to decide, you get to decide that that gets to be now. You, my love, are the powerful creator of your life. And the moment you decide to change your income, the impact you get to make and your financial reality is honestly and truly the moment that it happens. It is so easy to eye roll that. I rolled that shit for years until I really realized how I was taking myself out of my power and stopping me from getting everything I wanted. So if you're curious to explore what that looks like, what the fuck that even means for you, this is your moment. And I highly encourage you to pause now and book in a time to chat because I am the best at helping you really understand where the gaps are in your business, where you're overcomplicating the fuck likely out of your strategy, and 
I want to help you see what it could be like to create a business that makes bank just like my clients. Um, And just a heads up, like my one-on-one containers are never going to be affordable, as affordable as they are today, because my clients' results are only increasing, my results are only increasing, and it's honestly rare as fuck that a one-on-one spot even comes up. I just had the beautiful conversation yesterday with a client who I've worked with for close to a year who wants to continue again. And her contract isn't even up to October because she sees how much easier support makes her life and how much that impacts her business. So if you have been wondering about what it would look like to work together and how I can help you create insane business results, like your own booked out six or multiple six figure business, how you can also create 30K months of recurring revenue while not working almost at all. (laughs) I want to talk to you and this is so your opportunity to really tap into what's possible for you. So there is a link in the show notes. I really highly recommend you book in now. My coaching consult spots do go very quickly and I don't often have the opportunity to offer them out. Um, Know that they are super chill conversations and I'm really particular about who I work with. And I'll just be really honest with you if I think this is going to work for you or not. Um, because I like to get my clients results as you can see, and I want to make sure that it's going to be true for you too. So other thing I want to say, cause I've had some messages. If you can't find a time that suits, just DM me on IG. We can figure something out. I literally have clients all over the world, Europe, Canada, America, South Africa, the UK, Australia, literally everywhere. So there is no time zone that is too complex. But if you're telling yourself that, that's a really good thing to look at, said with love. But DM me if you can't find a time. Make sure you book in. These spots won't be there forever by any means, and my pricing is only going up now. So I can't wait to talk to you. Okay, I want to talk about high-end sales. First, I want to talk about what that means, why I advocate that you really learn how to sell high-end programs and the value of learning how to sell high-end and pricing yourself in that way. So I know there's a lot of conversations sometimes around what does high-end mean? I don't mean this in the way that like this is a better thing to do or it's, you know, there's that, that, you know, lower price things aren't as good or aren't as valuable. I'm not saying that at all. When I say high-end pricing I'm or high-end sales, I'm really meaning a high value exchange program. Now, this is relative. (laughs) I have clients that charge, you know, a couple thousand dollars for their programs. I have clients that charge 30K for their programs. There's a huge variety here. Um, There's no one right way to do it. Um, Your industry doesn't dictate how much you can charge. A lot of my clients are not in the coaching world. A lot of them are done for you service providers, nutritionists, health practitioners, spiritual support systems. I work with such a wide range of women, which really excites me. And I want you to know that your industry does not dictate your income. Let's say that again for the people in the back. Your industry does not dictate your income by any means. The only thing that dictates your income, FYI, is you (laughs) and how much you can get behind it, how much you can get sold on the value of it, and how highly you're able to hold 
that energetic exchange. And I want to explain what that means. So why I often recommend that you start by really learning how to nail high-end sales is because I think this is the fastest way to see your blind spots. Really kind of stretching your comfort zone and really committing to, you know, sell out something at a higher level, depending, of course, what stage of business you're at. But if you're not earning consistent 10K months, my general advice, and again, this varies, but I have to give general advice here because that's what we do, um, is to start with higher end pricing. And the reason for that is, or a higher exchange value program, the reason for that is it's a lot easier to bring in higher income faster, right? You have to sell a lot less of the programs to earn the level of income that I think really stabilizes your business from a just physical point of view in terms of just getting the business to a healthy place where you're not panicking about money month after month. And also nervous system regulation, honestly, right? It takes down the pressure. I think it is so much easier to have really big successful launches if you don't quote unquote, need the money going into the launch. I just see that to be true time and time again. So typically what I would recommend is that you get really good at learning how to sell your highest priced offer first. The other reason I really recommend that is because again, it brings up your shit and that's what I want. (laughs) I'm really... I really want you to not hide from your blind spots. I think the faster you can really see what limiting beliefs are holding you back or what, you know, beliefs you have around selling being bad or that you're taking money away from people or beliefs that your people can't afford it, the sooner we can kind of bring that up to the surface, the easier we can, the faster we can address it, the sooner we can clear it out and the easier it gets to sell anything, right? I really feel like because I feel so locked in on being able to sell really high-end programs that like everything feels pretty easeful to sell. And I want to really remind you something too, like the beautiful um, Abraham Hicks shares that, you know, it's no harder to manifest a million dollars than it is like a button or something like that. And I think it's the exact same thing with sales, right? It's not harder to sell a 30K program than it is a $100 program. It's just not, right? I mean, you could have beliefs that block you from seeing that to be true, but when you really nail these things that I'm going to be walking you through, it is just as easy to sell higher as it is lower ticket. And when you can do this, when you've got the confidence that like I can sell this out with ease, it becomes so much easier to then get locked in on selling programs and then being able to sell programs in a to scale essentially, right? In a larger capacity, whether that means larger in terms of the number of people, larger in terms of the the size of it, how many you need to sell, whatever that means for you, right? The other reason I really encourage you to get locked in on selling your higher end program first and get really good at doing that before you change is it prevents you from doing this thing that all of our brains want to do, which is like shift focus because we think it's going to be easier to sell something else. And 
all that, all that really is, is our brains wanting to tap out when something gets hard, (laughs) which is normal. And again, not bad. But I think what we do is sometimes we try to sell one thing. We don't get any offers. We don't get any bites. We don't get any conversions. And then we decide that it means that it's because no one wants this or your people can't afford it or you know, your audience isn't ready for it, or you don't believe in it, or it, 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 you feel bad because not everyone can afford it or whatever comes out. And then you try to shift it to something that you think is going to be easier to sell, right? And in that shifting to sell something, to, to convince yourself that you should sell something that will feel quote unquote easier to sell, you're missing out on the opportunity to really build your skills at selling, right? And you're kind of tapping out and, and that will always create challenges down the road. Again, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just really wanting to share with you what I see to be the easiest way to set ourselves up to feel so locked in on selling out anything. Like I feel so locked in on my program sell out with ease. Everything I touch turns to sold out. My people can't wait to pay me and get so much benefit in doing so. And I see this to be true. I see how much transformation truly happens the second one of my clients says yes to jumping into one of my containers. It is huge. I've had so many clients manifest the money for the entire program or suddenly have three cold leads reach back out or magic truly transpires. But that's because I'm so locked in on how great my offers are And how good I am at selling. And that's because I really lovingly had someone to hold my ass to the fire when I wanted to tap out or when I wanted to give up on my ability to sell and see something through. So let's, I just shared a lot, but let's kind of break that down into some simpler pieces here. So one, tip one, how to land more high-end sales I want you to really to focus on one thing first. And again, this is going to vary on your business model, on what stage of business you're at. But typically, I recommend that being a higher end program at the beginning. I think that builds up your confidence. I think that really gives you the opportunity to create a sold out process, a sold out sales process. And once you sell that out, you're going to feel so damn locked in on your ability to sell anything. And that is the gift that keeps on giving in business. That is the foundation, my loves, for you being able to be to create consistent income, right? When people don't do this or spend the time doing this, what I see happen is They might have been able to scale to six figures or beyond, but they still feel so shaky on being able to sell things out. And business feels like a roller coaster because they don't trust that they're going to be able to, you know, stack their income and continue to scale. They feel really rocky on what offers land and what don't. And they, they just don't feel confident in their ability to come up with anything and sell it out. Because I've nailed my sales process, I know that I could sell anything. And that brings us to number two. So I really see it to be true that as entrepreneurs, as CEOs, as business owners, our power in selling something isn't in the program itself. It's in your ability to know how to sell right? So I think we do this funny thing in business where if we haven't gotten locked in on how do I sell, 
how do I really create conversions from the moment someone comes in contact with me and my content? Um, how am I really making sure that my content, my connection strategy, my conversion strategy is all locked in? How am I really nailing down my messaging, my marketing, my mindset, and building momentum through that so I can make sales on repeat? If we're not focusing on that, what happens is we feel at the whim of our offers, meaning we feel like we have to then find the perfect offer in order for that to sell. Or we feel like we have to find the perfect audience in order to sell. Instead of remembering that, your power is in just knowing how to sell flat out. It's not in the perfect offer. It's not in the perfect audience. It's not in meticulously lining up the stars to make sure all of those things line up. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need to be intentional about your programs and your pricing and be strategic about that. You do. But what I see happen with people is that they try to focus on selling something out. Usually, you know, if it is a high-end offer at the beginning, then if it doesn't sell in the timeline they think it should, or they haven't gotten locked in on how to make that sell out, they make big sweeping decisions about their business. And we start to really fuck things up where there is no problems. Like I said, like we think it's the offer. We think it's the audience. We think it's because we don't have enough people in front of us. Whereas I have almost never seen that to be true. I mean, you guys, I sold out my one-on-one with like 50 people in my Facebook group. I was hitting 10K months with like a hundred people in my Facebook group. We scaled to six figures with under a 500 people in my audience, right? So it is never a lack of audience is just what I believe to be true. It is almost always a conversion problem, not having it, not a, it's not the right offer or it's not enough people problem. So that really helps you to see hopefully that, getting clear on your sales process, how to make sure that your marketing, your messaging, your strategic ways that you're leading people to next steps with you is on lockdown is how you're going to be able to really create sales with ease, not to mention holding powerful sales conversations and all of that. But that's the first thing I want you to really focus on. Okay. So the second thing that I think is so important here is like, are you sold on your your program, your high-end transformation being the best damn thing for your people? If we're selling a premium offer, you need to be able to hold the conviction and the confidence at that same level, right? So, you know, I always use the example of when I did my ACL and had to have surgery, I needed that surgeon to be really rock solid confident and hold a lot of conviction that he was going to be able to repair it and that I would be able to go back to running and playing sports and doing all of the things, right? Now, that's not to say that he could promise the outcome. He couldn't. He, he couldn't at all. He couldn't guarantee me that my knee would be better. In fact, you have to sign a waiver saying that like, hey, it could be worse or hey, here's some of the complications or here's some of the things that could go wrong. So it's not about promising the outcome. It's about holding the belief and in your process, right? The reason why he was sold 
and why he was able to hold a lot of conviction and was very confident that I would be able to, like he even, I think he even said that my knee should be stronger with the surgery than it actually was pre-surgery, but he couldn't promise that because so much of that outcome wasn't in his control. It was in my control, right? He couldn't, I mean, he couldn't account for my body healing. He couldn't account for, you know, my immune system and all of that. He also couldn't control or account for how well I did my rehab, how well I took care of myself after, how much I invested in physio and my own rehab and all of that. He couldn't control how strong I was going into it. All of those things were outside of his control. So he wasn't, you know, um, he wasn't promising an outcome, but he was so in conviction that it would come out to look better than it did now before definitely post injury, right? So that is something that is so important for you to know is that I think sometimes a lot of people think that them feeling really rock solid sold on the service or the transformation or the, you know, the high-end program, whatever it is, is a guarantee that the person will get results. You can't control the results at all, ever, (laughs) ever, right? I can't control the results my clients get. I can show the fuck up for them. I can give them 110%. I can share with them everything I see to be true, give them all the experience and all the things I've learned in being in business over six years and investing literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in myself and in this business at this stage, but I can't control the outcome. So my power and where I get so sold on my program being the absolute best fucking investment you could ever make in your business if you want to build a purposeful and profitable business, scale in a way that actually feels simple and actually enjoy yourself in the process to creating fucking bank, I am by far the best person you could ever hire and the absolute best investment you'll ever make. Now, do I have a lot of confidence in that now because of all of the incredible results my clients have gotten and all of the incredible feedback I've received and all of the transformations I've been able to witness? Of course. And I still had to hold that conviction at the very beginning of my business. And that can look different and permission for that to look different. Like when I started this business, what I held conviction in was that I knew without a doubt in my soul that I could absolutely help my people not make all of the mistakes I made, which was, you know, far out, just doing all of the things, you know, all of the things I've just listed before, um, you know, changing my messaging all the time, changing strategies all the time, worrying way too much about my website, my email sequences, the perfect freebie, investing in the wrong things. I knew, you know, not being sold on myself, not doing the mindset work, not showing up with conviction, not being willing to say the things that were true for me and being really bold in my content and being willing to get visible and all of that stuff that I had learned, I knew without a doubt I couldn't guarantee results by any means, just like I can't guarantee results now by any means, because again, not within my control. But I knew I could help my people sign clients and at the very least, get their business off the ground, get a client in the door and make that process so much quicker, so much simpler with way less fuckery (laughs) than I had done it because 
I had done it for myself, right? And I was just really honest about that. So I think that's important to hear too. I honestly think a really big reason why I signed clients so quickly in my and in, in this business was because I was really honest. And I was like, hey, this is the first time I'm doing this, but I know without a doubt, I can help you get your business off the ground and I can help you sign a client. And I just had that conviction because I did the mindset work to have that conviction. And because I really paid attention and gave myself credit for all of the shit I learned doing it the hard way in my previous business. And if you've heard the previous episode, you'll see what I mean there too. So I I say that because I think so often people think that you need to have huge client testimonials to be able to sign clients. And it's just not true. So I don't believe you have to talk about, you know, all of the huge client wins that I shared at the beginning of this episode in order to sign clients at all. I just think you have to be honest. I think you have to be rock solid grounded in the value. And I think you need to be willing to tell people that. Okay. And remember, it's not about promising. It's about potential. So that's another thing I want to share. Okay. So the third thing that's going to help you to sign way more high-end sales or make way more high-end sales is taking pressure off the outcome slash needing the sale. This was a really big reason why I got two part-time jobs when I first started this business because I knew myself and I knew that I did not thrive under pressure and that I had tried that fun little game before where I didn't have any income coming in and I knew how frantic that made my mindset and I knew how much pressure that put on me and how much that totally just crumbled my results. So how do you take the pressure off? This is a question I'm constantly asking my clients and I think there's two sides of this, right? There is the pressure of that we put on ourselves from a mindset point of view, right? And then there's sometimes just the financial pressure that's a reality. And I mean, I had that absolutely at the beginning of this business. I had I had just, you know, committed to invest well over multiple five figures in coaching support. I had no idea how I was going to make the second month's payment. And I had 10K of debt on my credit card, which was maxed out. And had just shut down my business and taken on two part-time jobs. So there was physical pressure there to earn money. But I was really able from a mindset point of view to take that way down and I thrived. And a big part of that was having the two part-time jobs because at least I wasn't stressed about my mortgage or, you know, knowing how I would be able to figure out making the money. But I was also really locked in on, I am signing a fucking client. It is happening. I've decided it's it's absolutely possible. Now, let me just show up with that energy and get the thing done, right? Now, was it that simple? Of course not. Thank God I had support to navigate through that. And I also had experience with marketing and showing up and getting visible. So I had a lot of those pieces nailed down already. It was really a matter of putting the right puzzle pieces in the right order. But so much of that was my mindset around the pressure. And so much of my journey has really been getting better and better and better and better at navigating that. So ask yourself, am I putting a fuck ton of pressure on myself or the outcome? How do I ease that pressure? What would not having that pressure look like? What does this pressure feel like? 
where is this pressure coming from? What would it look like not to have it, right? How would it feel not to have it? How do I start to really do the work or figure out, lean into support to do the work to take that gauge way down? Because that can be done from an internal place. So you can show up without being attached to the outcome. We should talk about that in a later episode. I want to get through a couple more points though first. Um, Okay. I think this is number four. You know me. I get excited. So the other thing I see and the other fastest way to land more high-end sales is what I was kind of talking about at the beginning, which is getting really locked in on selling one thing out. This is annoying. I get it. We are creatives. We are entrepreneurs. We came into this because we don't like to follow rules and we like to break rules. Typically, I'm a big fan of breaking rules, but I'm also a big fan of making my life easier (laughs) and just doing the shit that is going to serve me for years and decades to come. Right. And I knew because I had done it the other way where I was constantly changing what I was selling, not giving my poor fucking audience any time to get on board with what it was. I think this is even more important now, just the way marketing has changed in the online space, but I was switching offers up way too fast and I wasn't locked in on selling the thing out. And because I wasn't locked in on that, it was so easy for me to convince myself of, all of those beliefs we were talking about earlier. And I also just then kept changing the strategy based on the outcome instead of really learning from the process and really being able to see how that was moving me closer with every step, right? So this is just the biggest thing is what I see help my clients the most and what has helped me the most to really get locked in on I can sell fucking anything out was really being willing to like focus on doing one thing and selling that out first. Because if you're selling a new thing every month, there's no control group here, (laughs) essentially, right? You don't know what's working and what's not working. And it's really hard to figure that out. If you just go really all in on selling one thing, you can start to figure out what part of your process is working and where the breakdown is occurring and how you can solve for the gap. And you would have heard this by now if you've listened to any number of episodes, but that is where our power is as entrepreneurs, as CEOs, as being able to make smart decisions is solving for the right gap at every stage of business. So if you're changing that up every month, it's like if I was changing up my exercise every month, I would never know what was working and what was not working. There's too many variables. It's impossible to figure that out right? Same, same with business, my loves. If you're changing it up, you don't know if it's, you don't know what's working because you haven't given it a chance to work. And, or you aren't really improving on your sales process because you're just throwing it out every month. So please really focus on selling one thing out instead of changing the strategy based on the outcome and instead of learning from each conversation, each, you know, each time you throw it out there, what are you seeing? Because every one of those steps, every one of those opportunities is an opportunity for you to get to know your people even more and get to, and the more you get to know them, the more conversions you're going to make, quite frankly, right? Um, 
Okay, I have so many here. So this might have to be a part one and a part two. So the last thing I want to say, because I want to keep this not a forever episode, is uh, you're not taking up space. I think this is such a thing for my people. So if you're listening, you are my people, FYI. <laughs> because this is this has been such a journey for me. My biggest growth edge in life is taking up space. It is the hardest thing for me to talk about my wins. To I can share client wins all day every day because probably it's not me. <laughs> I'm so damn proud of them. But it is really hard for me to brag on myself, to take up space even though I'm a Leo to really be bold with what's true for me because I'm a human and I'm worried of, you know, just whatever, ever, everything we all are worried, being misunderstood, people judging me, people, um, me triggering you, all of the things, right? Super normal. Just, just so you know. <laughs> and so, but what I see to be true is the more I allow myself to take up space, the more my clients allow themselves to take up space, meaning they're really willing to say the things that feel true for them. They're really willing to shine bright, to be their bold selves, to brag on themselves, to tell people how actually fucking epic they are at what they do and how much their service product container transforms their people's lives and being willing to say that again and again and again and again, right? So I want you to really sit with that. Like, are are you physically and energetically taking up space? Are you showing up consistently? Are you telling your people why you're the best? Are you holding that space on sales calls? Are you in that I'm fucking good and people are lucky to work with me because this will transform their lives. I trust that my people are getting everything they need from my containers, from this transaction, from this, you know, service. Like, are we holding that space? Can we be in that energy? Because that is not only just highly attractive energy, but that's also what allows your people to feel safe in taking next steps with you. And so much of sales, you guys, is safety. I've been talking a lot about this, and this is um, one of my clients is an incredible intimacy coach. And this really resonated with her because she obviously does this work with her clients. And it has transformed her business. The second she really started to create more safety in her sales process was the second she booked up 10 sales calls in like a couple of weeks and has been signing clients like crazy. So I want you to really think about, you know, I, again, I come back to the, I was really scared to get surgery because I've never been in a hospital for myself ever in my life. I was, um, fun, random fact, my mom and parents were total hippies. And so I was born at home. And I've literally never been in a hospital. <laughs> so I have like this fear of hospitals. And so I was terrified to get surgery. I was terrified to go under. I was really scared of that whole process, which was actually another whole magical manifestation thing that maybe I'll share another time. But, you know, that surgeon being so 
in his conviction that he could 100% help me and that it would so be worth it just made me feel safe. And that's the only reason why I said yes to getting the surgery, right? So I think it's so important to remember that like you holding that space and holding that conviction is what allows your people to relax and feel safe and feel held and feel okay investing a fuck ton of money, right? Um, And it makes sense. So I think that's just so important to remember is you taking up space benefits your people. You have to be willing to hold that space if you want to expect your people to step into that space. Cool? And the better you get at that, honestly, if you're a coach, also the better you're just going to be at coaching your clients. Because I think holding space is an art and a skill and requires a fuck ton of your own mindset work. And the best place to start practicing that is in sales conversations and it is in you showing up on the front end in your marketing from that powerful place of really having conviction in what you do. It's just magnetic, right? Um, Cool. Okay, last one. This is a big one. We had this conversation on one of my mastermind calls with my incredible CCC women. And so one reason or one way to land more high-end sales or a reason why you might not be landing as many high-end sales as you want to is you're overtaking responsibility. So I think this is a good one to end with because it really speaks to what we were just talking about Um, in that you're putting pressure on yourself or you're overtaking responsibility for your client's results. What I see to be true is sometimes we're afraid to charge what we want to charge, what we desire to charge, what we believe is a really equitable exchange for the energy of the container because we're overtaking responsibility for our client's results or we're worried about them not getting the results that we want them to get, right? And again, I'm going to speak to specifically coaching here, but this, I mean, I've had this conversation a million times with my done-for-you service providers, and it's the same. It just looks a little different. But we can't take our clients and our potential clients' power away by overtaking responsibility, right? Meaning, an example I gave to one of my clients who has a really successful catering business is that, you know, she was talking about how she would give recipes out, right? And on her blog back in the day, she'd have recipes, she'd give all the ingredients, all the instructions, and there'd always be someone who was like, it didn't turn out, what the fuck sort of thing, right? And like, that's the responsibility line. And I would have been that person, FYI. Like, you can give me the ingredients, you can tell me the step-by-steps, but guaranteed if it's baking, I'm probably going to fuck something up. And that's not her fault, (laughs) right? And again, it's not about placing fault on anyone, but it's like, she can't control me stuffing up my measurements or probably just not paying attention very well or more likely subbing in 50 different things like almond flour or stevia and having it all go to hell. <laughs> That's not her responsibility. And she's not, she she can't account for that when she is thinking about selling me on this incredible recipe or whatever it was, right? So that really landed with her. And so I wanted to share that with you because it's the same with your service. It's the same with your high level containers or, you know, your coaching programs or your ongoing um, 
containers for done for you, whatever it is, you have to really get clear on what is on your side of the responsibility line and what's on your client's side of the responsibility line. And you can't cross that line. And FYI, just in case we're unsure from this conversation, what's on your client's side of the responsibility line is their results. (laughs) You can't take that. You just can't because you're not unless, you know, for example, for me, unless I'm in my clients' brains, in their businesses, writing their content, doing the sales calls for them, running their business for them, I can't control their results. I just can't because I'm not them, right? And I wouldn't want to because that entirely takes away the point of coaching and mentorship and totally takes their power away from their ability to create a sustainable business on their terms, right? So, please stop overtaking responsibility. Here's an exercise I want you to do. I give this exercise to many of my clients. If you're a client listening, I've probably given you this exercise. And I want you to literally write up almost like your job description or what's on your side of the responsibility, what you are responsible for in the container. And then I want you to write on the other side of the paper. So draw, grab a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, write on each side, my responsibility, client's responsibility. And then I want you to write on the client side, everything that they're responsible for, right? And your only job from there is just to get locked in on and sold on what is in your side of the column. Cool. And remember that every time you cross that line, you're taking your client's power away. (laughs) I'm being a bit harsh, but that helps. Like I remind myself of that all of the time, because as a I mean, we could analyze this till the cows come home, but probably because I am the first child and I am a little bit of a control person, I have the tendency to want to control all of the things. And so that sometimes causes me to stress about what is not on my side of the equation, right? And when it comes to be able to being able to sell high and containers, programs, whatever it is, you have to be really locked in on not overtaking responsibility because that will sabotage you every time. And I'm willing to bet if you feel, if you're on, if you're having a sales conversation, whether that's on a call or in the DMs or whatever, and you feel panic (laughs) or you feel your energy drop or you notice that you're like a little bit anxious or in that like you can't see me obviously this is an interactive experience when I podcast by the way but you're in that like leaning forward really like ah they're gonna say yes energy you're likely overtaking responsibility which leads me to one last thing I'm gonna add in for bonus points I want you to take a deep breath And lean back in your chair or lean back whatever whatever you're doing. Take a minute to sit down and lean back. This is the lean back energy of easily receiving high-end sales. I, I find like sometimes it is so beautiful to practice like, you know, what is my body doing and how does that make me feel? When you are leaned back like this, you're not overtaking responsibility. You're not in that proving energy. You're not in that, let me feel like I have to be a dancing monkey and show you why I'm so good and why I'm worth the money. Fuck that shit. (laughs) You're worth infinite amounts of what you're charging. Infinite amounts. You know, my programs, especially my my one-on-one is a 
significant investment. It's meant to be. It should be. It's supposed to be. If it wasn't, it wouldn't be such a transformational experience for my people. You know, they, my, my clients probably wouldn't show up the same way if I charged a different amount. And not because like, it's just about that, but I mean, your girl's been in business for a minute. I know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> There's a lot of women in this world that I've supported to grow multiple six-figure businesses. It just wouldn't make sense at this stage of my business to charge less than I do. And I wouldn't be able to do one-on-one if I did. And I get to be in that lean back energy around it, right? So I think that's so powerful. I think it's so important to really bring that level, cultivate that level of confidence, rock solid belief in your ability to serve your people and your ability to be responsible only for what's on your side of the equation and to really feel what that lean back energy feels like. Because I promise you it is going to be so much easier to hold space for someone, to get excited about welcoming them in, for them to really feel that expansion before they even pay you a cent of what it could be like to be around you, to be held that highly in your energy and really be able to get that level of high touch experience from your high end offer when you're in that lean back energy, right? So we might do a part two because I have so much to say about this. And sales is one of those things where I used to detest with a capital D in my previous business. I hated it so much. It felt so icky. It felt so hard. It felt honestly wrong to me to ask for money for my services, which is just absolutely insane and just speaks to my mindset at the time, to absolutely loving it. Like I... so many of my clients sign up to work with me because they're like, well, that was the best damn sales conversation I've ever had. It didn't feel like a sales conversation. I already feel like I've expanded into being able to create my desires. And honestly, I think when I was speaking to holding space, the more you can really be not enmeshed with needing the sale and needing the person to say yes, the higher you can really hold that energy for them and the easier it is for your people to step into all of their desires. What I see to be so true is honestly a huge thing that contributes to how incredible my clients' results are and how well they do is me being really detached from them creating the results and me being really able to hold that vision for them. And that's actually the last thing I'm going to add. I keep adding extras because I can't stop talking about this because I think this is just so important. But, you know, not having our shit enmeshed with the sale or enmeshed with the person, our energy enmeshed is so important. I think, you know, what really has supported me to be able to love sales and and high-end sales, high-level sales, whatever we want to call it, um, is because I just believe in my people so deeply. I believe so deeply in my clients. I know and I am really fucking good at holding the belief, holding their vision, and holding them in that and to that, right? Like, I never will take anyone on, (laughs) 
at all, who I don't think is really good at what they do, honestly, who I don't think heart is in it for the for the on-purpose reason. You know, if you're just about making money, I'm definitely not the coach for you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but that's just not my jam. And that really allows me to be really energetically aligned with my clients. It really allows me to hold their vision, hold their desires, hold that belief when it's hard for them to hold it. And that's honestly, I think, a big reason why my clients work with me again and again and again, because that's a really fucking helpful thing in this game, right? I know for me, having someone to like, believe in my ability to create a million dollar business well way before I believed that was possible has absolutely been the catalyst to me being able to believe that and create that. And so I think that's another beautiful thing about holding powerful conversations, why I ranted about being really focused on what's on your side of the responsibility meter, because that's what allows you to hold the belief for your people. That's what allows you to be able to hold that, you know, space for them to really step into that expansion is you holding the belief. And when someone believes in you, right, we've all been there. When someone believes in you so fiercely, that feels really fucking good, doesn't it? That feels really expansive. It feels really safe. It feels really beautiful. And it becomes so much less about, oh my God, am I going to be able to get this? And so much more about them being able to like just step into that belief. And that is so much where the transformation occurs, right? So all of that to say, be really mindful about where you're meshing your energy with the sale what you're making that mean, and how do you get into, how do you practice physically leaning back in sales conversations or when you're writing sales posts or when you're talking about your offers? How do you get into that physical energy? How do you embody that energy? How do you really get locked in on thinking of a couple of people in your world you would love to support and who you can really see the potential for them to create whatever that transformation is that you create? And how do you really hold that vision, hold that belief, and hold that as you're calling them into taking those next steps with you? That has been such a game changer for me from a client and a coach perspective. I see that to be just like, Oh, so the magic with my clients and so what makes me just want to cry thinking about it right now (laughs) and just thinking about how incredible they are for stepping into that too. So I hope this is helpful, you guys. I am obsessed with beautiful, soulful sales, doing that in a way where it is like a fucking gift for both people in the transaction and really being able to hold that powerfully so that you can lock in on your sales process so that you can learn how to hold powerful conversations that convert, how to really prime your people, activate them in your marketing so that they can't wait to pay you. And I really hope you practice some of these tips I gave you. I want you to put this into play. I want you to ask these questions and I would love for you to DM me on Instagram and tell me what your biggest aha or takeaway from this episode was and what you've implemented today. And bonus points, like, tell me how it goes. Tell me how it feels to be in that lean back energy. Okay. I love you. 
I really hope this was supportive for you. I really hope you go and apply even just one of these pieces today in your business, because I promise you, if you commit to integrating this, it will make a huge impact on your ability to feel so locked in on being able to sell anything out in your business, which is FYI, the magic piece to scaling really simply. I love you guys. If this resonated, if you're ready to find out what it could be like to work with me and get my support in helping you nail down your ability to sell anything you desire out, book in a time to chat. I'll speak to you soon. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the things we didn't do. I adore and appreciate you. If you love today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so that you don't miss out on any episodes because nobody likes FOMO. I'd love nothing more to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review on iTunes. And because I appreciate you taking the time each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free business success coaching call with me. So if you'd like to nail down that one thing that's standing in your way from creating more purpose and profit in your business without doing all the things, then make sure you leave a review for your chance to win. I would love for you to share this with anyone on their own entrepreneurial journey who could benefit from learning how to create a wildly purposeful and profitable business without doing all the things. And remember, you get to create a business that makes you cry happy tears on the regs without needing to squish yourself into some box or burn yourself out in the process just because you can.